welcome back to the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast for mastering skills to navigate leadership and life, episode five. Today's episode is on prioritization, and my intention is to share with you what I know, what I've learned from working with leaders and within organizations, and also introduce you to a method that my clients have found really useful in prioritizing huge and large volumes of work. And so there are a couple of main reasons I chose to do this episode early into 2023. The first is the world of work is constantly changing with mergers, acquisitions, layoffs, reorganizations, not to mention the amount of turnover that comes as a result of all of that. And then the second reason is as a new leader, I know that you're navigating multiple and competing priorities from your team, your peers and your boss, and it can feel pretty overwhelming. They each have wants, needs, and expectations of you, and they're looking for you to solve them. So I recall more than a few times early on in my career, sitting in my office when that was actually a thing, <laughs> feeling exhausted with my head in my hands. And there may have been tears a time or two, just saying, because I'm human and a female, and wondering how I was going to get all of the things done because I truly did not know how and I didn't have the benefit of anyone to show me. There was not a podcast on prioritization perhaps for me to listen to or if there was, it certainly wasn't in my awareness. So I have always been a person who has been highly organized. I plan my priorities and I break them down to small steps. And given my work and my career history, I've had the fortune of experiencing many methods of keeping track of what I needed to do, what others needed to do. Um, and what I'm going to offer is this one particular method that, again, has been impactful for the leaders that have taken it and not only used the tool, but also made modifications that they felt they wanted to make for them. So I just would invite you to, to listen in and see what might be useful for you. Before we dive in, I want to share something Stephen Covey, the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People said, which was, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. So if you don't have and use a method or a system for deciding how to prioritize your work, things can get out of control pretty quickly, even if your intention is good. As a coach, I like to play a little bit with metaphor when I can, and when I was preparing this episode, the one that came to mind for me is firefighting, likely because I've seen and heard from many leaders that they feel this is their day-to-day -day job and what gets in the way of doing more strategic and more innovative work. So here's an example of how this shows up. When leaders have not decided or gotten clarity the clarity that they need on what the specific priorities are, they tend to react and respond to what's in front of them, essentially firefighting. When leaders fight multiple fires because the priorities aren't clear, why they might not realize it, they are saying yes to things that they should and could have said no to, which then adds fuel to the fire. When this happens, it's so easy to become distracted we take the eyes off the fires, and the next thing you know, the fire's out of control, and there aren't enough resources, there, aren't enough, there isn't enough time to get everything done. 
And then the result is leaders and teams become overwhelmed from reacting to things. You've likely heard some version of, you know, I feel like I'm running around with my hair on fire or they're running around with their hair on fire. And I know this because I felt it, I've lived it, and leaders that I work with today are sharing this feeling with me about themselves and their organizations. And so if there is some truth in this for you, I want to offer you a bit of hope today. While fighting a fire that's out of control might be extreme, it's a great metaphor of what goes on. And so taking an opportunity to zoom out and see this play out can be very useful to you. Imagine for a moment your team members observing or experiencing all of this. Perhaps you're experiencing this in the moment and how stressed and less productive everyone is. This is where culture eats strategy for breakfast every day. So while I have never been a Girl Scout myself, I do invite you to contemplate the possibility of a different type of fire, one created by making intentional decisions. For example, Let's think about deciding where you want the fire to be. Perhaps you think, how many fires do I want to have this year? Create the fire bed. Put some rocks around the outside of it so that you can contain it. Then set off to choose and gather the type of amount, type and amount of logs you need. All of this before you light it. All of this before you light it. And then when you prepare to light it, then after that you give it air so that you build it over time you're just building you're tending to it and when it's time to you extinguish it so to tend your strategic fire in a very intentional way is a different experience than firefighting now as a new leader it can seem as though you have to say yes to everything and what i want to offer is just because it feels this way doesn't mean it is this way doesn't mean it's true there are, there's far more space and far more options to explore between the yes, I need to say yes to everything and the no to everything. The one thing that we do all have, which is consistently the same for each and every one of us humans on this planet, is the amount of time we have in a day. None of us can squeeze any more out of it than anybody else, <laughs> even though we've tried. So while you might not see it right now in this moment, if you are starting a new position, a new role, this is the best time to decide the type of leader you want to be. I will do an episode on that. And what type of fires you want to tend. If you happen to be in firefighting mode right now, all is not lost because today is the second best time to decide. So I want to walk you through a simple method uh, or system to help you get more done by prioritizing your work. I invite you just to imagine or draw, if it's available to you, a two-by-two two matrix. In other words, four squares. The horizontal axis is going to have urgent and not urgent, and the vertical axis will have important and not important. So the top left-hand side quadrant will be important and urgent. This is labeled as do. So here, when something is urgent, it must be done now because it has a clear consequence. Some examples would be a project with a last minute due date, handling an urgent request that has come in, a fire alarm, a hurt employee, someone calling you from the hospital, your child at school. This is urgent and needs to be done. 
We'll shift now to the top right side, which is important and not urgent. Here's where we decide. Now what's interesting about this, how will you know what goes in the decide category? These are tasks with unclear deadlines that contribute to long-term goals and success. These are things that you schedule. For example, planning out some long-term project, scoping it out. Perhaps in here you would have things like networking. You might have uh, sponsorship. You might have mentoring. Planned events, planned maintenance, if you happen to be in the manufacturing um, industry, that also would fall here under the decide category. Now we will shift down to the left-hand bottom quadrant. So it's not important, but it is urgent. These are things that you can consider delegate. These are things that they have to get done, but they don't require your skill to do it. Here I'd have you consider who else can do it, who could benefit from the knowledge of doing it, from a career perspective perhaps, and then what do they need to know from you in order to do it, right? So there's things here that they, you might need to spend a little bit of time to delegate the task, and it, even though it might feel like you don't have time in the moment, think I would have you think about the long-term impact of that approach. All right, and now we'll move to the not important, not urgent. So here, this is the delete item. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> what, what does this even mean? These are things that are distractions and often unnecessary. So I'd have you consider, can it be eliminated? So I want to tell you a quick story here uh, about a report I used to do once a month. I used to spend half day, sometimes three quarters of a day, depending how much information I needed, because it was all manual, doing this report for a specific general manager that I worked for. I did this report for an entire year and received zero feedback beyond the first one, which was, you know, I was told how valuable this report was. Now, as things shifted and changed in my responsibilities, in keeping with my own priorities, I didn't have time to do it, so I chose not to do it and see what would happen. Along the lines of seek forgiveness versus permission, I might say. And so guess what happened? Nothing. No one ever came looking. I never did the report again. And several months later, I actually transitioned from one arm of the organization to the other and saw the general manager and thought, I wonder if he's thinking about that report. And guess what? No one's thinking about the report. So some examples here might be, I would have you think about what are the things that you are doing that you weren't hired to do? Or how many things are you doing that might be from the role you had prior to this role? Should you be doing them? I'd have you consider status updates or meetings about status updates just to challenge the status quo. Is this the best use of everyone's time, this most precious resource that we all have? And so now that I've shared the framework, here's how you could execute it. Create a list of things that you need to do. Review or code them based on do, delegate, decide, and delete. If color coding works for you, do that. I will share with you a little quick tip from a particular uh, leader that I have coached and still do, where they created a consult 
section. So things that they weren't entirely sure on so that they could consult with other stakeholders to determine how they could then decide what to prioritize. So that's just a little tip from them. Eliminate first, then prioritize what's left because here's the truth of it all. When everything is a priority, nothing is a priority. We have to choose and decide what is the actual priority. And if you do choose to give this a go, evaluate how it works for you. Just ask yourself some simple questions. What's working? What's not? What could I do differently? What would make it more appetizing to me? What would make this really work for me? So now I want to share a few tips um, just over my experience. A lot of leaders think everything has to be done. And they also think it has to be done by them, which is just not true. If you are focused on growing your career, if you want to get to the next opportunity, you will want to learn the skill of prioritizing and delegating. Otherwise, you may end up being so great at this role that you've uniqued yourself into a corner. And when you've done that, you will find it really challenging to get out of the corner you've put yourself in. So as I bring this episode to a close, if you have a method that works for you, great. If not, I invite you to explore this method and framework with your team and just imagine how powerful it could be if everyone knew what the priorities were, how the decisions were made, and ultimately how everyone's spending their precious time. So today, I'm inviting you to make you and your team's priorities a priority. And until next time, make it a great week. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is a gift. Please rate and review with your honest opinion. Subscribe and share with your colleagues, especially if you've worked with me and found value in the work we've done together. Connect with me in my favorite places, LinkedIn and Instagram. My website is Cynthia Jamison Coach, all lowercase, all one word, dot C-A. Until next time, make it a great week.